I was drinking those like room temperature, and they were still fucking. Crazy. I was like, oh hell yeah, dude! I got, I got him on the the polar train. Yeah. Yeah. I got him on the polar train. He was all Kroger, all Kroger brand Kroger seltzers, brand which specific. which we we both agree Kroger brand is they still is, slap. It still slaps. Yeah. Still slap. But nothing beats the, the OG. The OG polar. That's the that's the like that's like the preferred beverage I think of Schizocast. Like no agenda guys, they all drink polar. Uh, I think the I think the fucking uh, war mode guys war-mode drink guys, polar. Yeah. I, I think that's I think we're we're hitting synchronicity. If it's here. good, if it's good enough for Billy and Spud, it's good enough for me. <laughs> Most certainly. Check, check, check. Yeah, my brother got a fucking SM, uh, SM7B. Very jelly of him. Very nice new fucking sure mic, those professional podcast oh, mics. Oh, true. So upset he has one. He he streams, right? Yeah, but he didn't buy an XLR or an audio box for it, so I got him an audio box for Christmas. Fuck yeah. I was like, all right, I'll just buy it for you right now, dog. You go buy an XLR, Fuck you're good yeah. to go. He got a boom, too, man. That shit's nice. What's uh, His Twitch is actually doing pretty good. You want to plug the man? You want to... Yeah, it's... Uh, I think it's Burnsy with like three Ys, 92, and he actually does have a pretty hot Twitch. He streams Valorant and gets shit done. Yeah. He's getting plays, man. Getting plays, dog. I need to get more into Twitch. I haven't really been uh, been on Twitch much. I just, I just, yo, the thing to do, man, is get YouTube DL. It's like a little program you can put on your, uh, on your computer from the command line, and that shit will download YouTube. It will download Twitch. It'll download porn. <laughs> uh, so it'll just download it straight away for you. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Set a directory like, for it. Yeah. That's nice. The, uh, actually, the I was very out of touch with shit for like a long time. I'm not actually like a big video game guy at all. Um, and so my initial, like my first impression of Twitch was that one summer or that one year where it was like a community Pokemon game where, do you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, it was someone had go. Took, Someone took Pokemon Red. No, listen. Oh. Someone oh. took Pokemon Red for Game Boy and made it put an emulator on Twitch and made it to where like other people could uh, input commands. Oh. But the catch was each person could only put in one command at a time. Uh. So like one person <laughs> you and like when you tap the directional arrow up, it would move one pace. <laughs> 
And then people would spam like A and B and people would spam directions and start and all. And like literally they beat the Elite Four. Oh, wow. So they collaborate nice. together to beat it? It was like some That's crazy. That's actually really cool. But like, yeah, when you looked at like the move list and when you watch the character move around, it's like, this is insane. Nothing's it's happening. out and going Yeah, crazy. just spurging out. Yeah. But I, I think after a couple of days, they like beat the, the fucking Everybody Elite Everybody coordinated it. And so anyways, yeah, yeah. It, all that to say is that's my only impression of Twitch. And then to hear like, oh, this guy's streaming on Twitch and he makes more than I've made in my lifetime. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, he do be getting God. some bits, man. No, a lot of... A lot of Twitch streamers, it's kind of funny to watch them. Like, the best part of Twitch, honestly, is the fails, where streamers fuck up on stream. Where they open their foot porn you, Yeah, laptop shit like that. You category. spend eight hours a day broadcasting your life to people, there's going to be some shit that happens. Yeah, you're going to have a random tab that slips through. You're going to you pick know. your nose while the camera's on and not realize you started the stream yet. Or, Hell like, yeah. you know, then realize it and slide down in your chair like a maniac. Fuck uh, yeah. Or, like, uh, watching this one dude play a driving game. He's playing Forza, right? And he sits there, and he's got the racing wheel. And he goes to reverse, and he looks behind him like he's in a fucking car. And then, like, you just see chat go, ah! Like, just start fucking flaming him. He's like, why the fuck did I do that? Well, yeah, go go check out Burnsy. Go check out Burnsy the boy out here streaming video games. Oh, yeah. Fucking clutch headshot wizard. But, yo, we're here with my fucking boy tonight. From high school. We go nice. back. Yeah, I know. We do go back. And I remember, because like you said, we went to high school together, grew up in the same area. We went to middle school together. Yeah. We had some classes. But we weren't like real tight tight <laughs> back in high school. But every fucking year, every summer, Leonard Skinner would play yes. Innsbruck. Yeah. And every fucking yeah. summer I would see this motherfucker there. Nice. And we sweet home like hell yeah. <laughs> fucking first show I think I ever went to, maybe. Yeah. I think so, yeah. It was I, probably Skinner. I, I think yeah, I probably am in the same boat. But no, we go way back and we've remained in touch over the years, kinda run in the same circles. It was weird, fucking I think uh I don't remember like I just remember like I was just hanging out. It was like, probably at a, show. a show. I think it was probably it was, like, a show. Yeah, it's like, wait a sec, I remember you from uh, yeah. fucking high school. And then it turns out, I think, don't you, uh, you might not know my older brother, or my middle brother, who is a band person, but I remember, like, I remember talking to, like, one of the guys you knew at, uh, from, from work or whatever, um, he, like, knew my brother, and I was like, oh, sh- shit, this is a really small fucking world, too. Dude, like, it is, it is crazy, the small world factor, but, uh... I think it's also a testament to just like both of our personalities yeah. because a lot of people from our area like still live around here. And I mean, I'm not really hooked up with a lot of people online or Instagram, whatever the fuck. But, um, dude, they're still out here. They're just fucking mm-hmm. NPCs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like they're still out here roaming, but like you and I, like, st- I guess remain in touch. Uh, I don't know. I-, I think you have a great kind of perspective and experience to bring. I don't think. Uh, we agree on everything politically, maybe necessarily. Don't but have to. You don't, don't exactly. To. You don't have to, and that's the right approach. Yeah, as long that's as you a, have actual conversation with somebody. That's the kind of people we like to be around. Yeah. Um. But no, it's cool. Kind of remain in touch over the years, running in you know the same circles, and uh, yeah, I think just your experience and perspective, and the fact that you were uh, you your ex Navy. Yeah. You served. For yeah. how many years? Four, just four, just four, right on the dot. Like got out, like right at four. Yeah, yeah. but again, like that—that's a whole different perspective. Mm-hmm. That's you know the the kind of people we want to bring on here. Yeah. So I definitely think uh, 
yeah, we're going to have a an interesting conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd say the Navy probably like if you know if you know my politics, you'd be like, oh, you think you know you wouldn't think I am who I am, and I'm like, I, no, yes. the Navy is really kind of pu- if you think about shit pushes you the way I went, like, and it can or it should, I think, but you know, it is what it is. No, it's interesting. I think like the ultimate red pill is like being a part of the system. Yeah, like you certainly. went through it. Yeah, you know, you lived it, you experienced it. Um, and so, of course, I mean, I mean, I know we've gone back and forth and shared links and, you know, riffed on the CIA and all that kind <laughs> yeah. of fun stuff. Yeah. Fucking, I'll tell you what, man, like if you if you want to know how like state power works, the, I'm not saying you should, but if you want to know how that shit works, like you need to join the military because that especially like since, you know, 9-11, <clears throat> um, <laughs> that is like kind of like the 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 manifestation of state power in America. Sure, it's all where like everything else, like everything else, like whether it comes to like you know uh, regulations on on like working and you know unions, all that other shit, all that shit's like kind of gone away. But the military has stuck around and gotten even bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. And they just today, I think, approved uh, the n- next budget, and it's you know bigger than ever. Yeah, they're always talking, is. <laughs> talking about. Russia now and it's Russia's getting real like it's <laughs> yeah. like oh fuck like hopefully I don't get called back <laughs> like oh, I man. still got like two years in the IRR so I could get called back but oh shit I didn't but, actually uh, know that yeah, yeah yeah when you sign a four-year contract you, you get an eight-year contract but the last four you're basically a civilian and you would be the the first one drafted if yeah, there was a first draft. pick oh. yeah first wave but uh like I think I think a war with China would be more likely to get me called back because that would be a naval war. Russia would be mostly army guys. Yeah, Russia yeah, and Russia based. would be fucking straight up just Zerg rush ground fighting. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's it. You could see like what happened. Uh, I mean, since we're talking about Russia, specifically Ukraine, like what's going on in Donbass and Donetsk and that whole area. Like what happened back in 2014 after the Euromaidan happened. They. Uh, you know, the little green men showed up, mm-hmm. which was all Russian guys. Yeah. It was all Russian guys. They, they just had no identifying markers on them whatsoever and yeah. wouldn't speak to anyone, which is really intimidating and weird. Oh, yeah. And that's Russia's whole thing. It's pure intimidation. Mm-hmm. That's their their standard is like going back to Afghanistan is the idea of brute force, the idea of overwhelming numbers. And it's more of just always a posturing and intimidation tactic. And we have the KGB. <laughs> yeah. And well, yeah, yeah, while doing massively underhanded shit with their secret organizations they're yeah, very like good when at that you're stuff. when your supreme leader of your nation state is like ex-intelligence like you know we were joking the <laughs> the fucking uh there was a screenshot of like a prager u clip and they were like one of our ceos or whatever is like ex Mossad, blah 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 and yeah, it's like, yeah yeah used to be like mm, yeah dude yeah. once you're intelligence you're you're intelligence for life that's literally like a cia motto that's like part of the ethos of the cia is like once you're in the agency you're never out of the agency well that's like he and i were talking the other day about uh mike baker Mm-hmm. A guy that Rogan has oh, on yeah. all the time. And I've already said, man, Rogan's compromised as fuck. Yeah. Compromised as fuck. And he has Mike Baker on who does these like Discovery Channel shows, the Black Files, whatever. And it's like, dude, that's just normie conspiracy like Mandela effect bullshit, you know? Yeah, it's like... Let's talk about the Titanic sinking. It's like, dude, we all know. <laughs> we all know it was the Olympic. Like, chill. <laughs> Baker acts like he's a... Like a you know, he's, he's no longer doing anything real, but it's like, if you look at his, I forget the name of the company, but if you look at his Wikipedia, his like job now outside of doing these appearances and these shows is he runs like a, out, a, you know, a obvious 
they admit to it, private intelligence firm. It's not like uh, Palantir where they're like, we're a consultant. No, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. we are private intelligence. Yeah, we're an intelligence you're, firm. <laughs> you were saying the other day, it's kind of like uh, the CIA and intelligence version of Blackwater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. that's basically yeah. how I read that. Like, it's like Blackwater, but... For yeah. Speech. Oh, and let's just <laughs> let's just prop him up on on Joe fucking Rogan well, and let him plug his Discovery show and oh yeah. Well, those kind of like free agency companies are perfect, like you know, plausible deniability for black operations. You go straight to them and you just funnel some cash out of the budget. They'll do anything they you fucking ask them. Oh, we can't uh, legally obtain this intelligence, but we'll send this private company who uh, has their own liability to go get it. You know, mm-hmm. backdoors into people's phones that the government's like not allowed to has existing, but not allowed to touch, you know, that kind right. of shit. They can get all that shit. It's like Black Cube, all those companies that's all the same shit. They're running it. And fucking honestly, this has been going on like to some level or another. This has been going on since like Vietnam because the Rand Corporation, one of the first things they were doing. And I, I can't remember if they were doing it during uh, America's invasion and occupation of Vietnam, but they've been like... uh at least since like the sixties, maybe the fifties, they've been uh, or they were uh, basically just numerically like ga- gathering data on like how guerrilla movements were you know taking control, you know how they were working. Yeah, they were kind of they were yeah. quantifying like the Vietnam War. Yeah. They were basically using that as a microcosm because a lot of people talk about that as being the first forever war. Mm-hmm. Well, why is that? It's because of military industrial complex, you know, greedy capitalism. And then, like you say, the Rand Corporation, they're coming in and this is a whole paradigm shifting approach to warfare, mm-hmm. you know? And and just like uh, Facebook and Instagram and yada yada, data is a paradigm shifting, uh, I guess, resource or asset. You know, yeah. it overtook oil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so that's kind of crazy to think that you could trace that back to like it didn't it didn't start with Facebook, you know? It started it yeah. started decades and decades and decades. And this this is part of another thing too about uh you know, we were talking about Russia earlier, war with China and all this stuff. Personally, I'm convinced that a lot of like world affairs and events are like 100-year plans that are like unfurling you know what i mean and and it just goes to show that like what we're experiencing now is like directly linked to the vietnam war that happened 50 some odd years mm-hmm. ago and it, like none of the stuff we're seeing right now should surprise anybody yeah. that's the infuriating part about yeah. being schizo like mm-hmm. us yeah. is that like <laughs> yeah yeah people can't like uh make the connection that like this has been getting planned for a long time through groups like the cfr and the world economic forum and all that shit like even the some of the russia stuff i was watching the other day they had a fucking cfr lady on there breaking it down she was the european council on foreign relations it's like what is this fucking goon doing here what does she have to do with anything why is she the one saying like oh yeah well this is probably what's going to happen next it's because she fucking knows because they've planned this shit all out They've got it set up the they way they do, want it. They do like Event 201 shit. They have yeah. lockstep shit. They have, I mean, these pl- Dark Winter, you yeah. know, like we were talking about the coding in the media. Like Operation Dark Winter was like a real thing that like they did. And like, just like you said, they try to get data on stuff mm-hmm. and, and they do predictive data. And then they're like, oh, well, this is an outcome we want. Let's just make the perfect storm to get this outcome. You know what I mean? Well, the, it, it all just plays into the hands of the elites. The wildest part is, is when they do those little war games and shit, they make like news media clips, fake ones to play. And they literally parallel like the real world news that's happening every day. Mm-hmm. It's like, they, this is a made up scenario. 
like the event 201 thing when they were talking about uh they were talking about like the pandemic and stuff and they have a news clip from it it's probably not on youtube anymore because they probably scrubbed it but it literally like you could play literally plays like some coverage from cnn from a few months ago and it was the exact same thing almost word for fucking word of like what was going on with the pandemic like new variant has appeared blah 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 like all that shit have you ever read um and i know another thing we might not agree completely on is the whole pandemic you know Mm, well maybe on some parts but (laughs) on some parts but not others um okay well have you read the actual lockstep document oh wait which one's uh the rockefeller foundation um operation lockstep it was basically a big document that kind of outlined a hypothetical scenario where you know a big pandemic a global pandemic happens you know global economies crash people get put on lockdown and just like you know he was saying almost to a t of what is actually happening now and this was written 10 10 15 years ago and it's almost like they're signaling and they write these playbooks um even down to like novels and shit you know Mm -hmm. predictive programming like sorry it's a thing yeah, you know, yeah. and so the, and the whole thing with lockstep being uh, affiliated with Rockefeller Foundation. I'm a big Rockefeller head. I, I'm a big Rockefeller head, dude. And anything that has that fucking name attached to probably it, not good. <laughs> it's sending off clacks yeah, and yeah. alarms to me. Yeah, yeah, it's really not good. And so I don't know. It's just interesting because, like, again, you hear all the schizo talking conspiracy theorists. But when you actually go look the shit up in their own words, it's like. No, it's, that's happening. Yeah, it's I mean, out there. We talk about that kind of consenting. That's it's a, it files under that like consenting to evil thing where they they let you know what they're doing before they do it. Yeah. A so that it's you're normalized to it when it happens, and mm-hmm. B so that it's like something with their quote unquote theme of power is they're not allowed to just outright be evil. They have to tell people before Which they do it. I actually, yeah. I know we don't have headphones today because yeah. there's three of us, but I have an ultra schizo video I'm yeah. going to play for you next time yeah. about like the rules of the Freemasons okay. and shit. I, yeah, I like it. Oh yeah, it's oh. tickling the tip of my dick right now just talking about it. But uh, I, I don't know, man. And, and the whole thing of just being able to look this shit up, uh, I don't know. I kind of I, I want to left turn a little bit with um the maxwell trial speaking of looking shit up yeah in in like on your own have you guys read any of the deposition from october last year i've, I've been not. oh i've been fall oh it's from last year no nah, i've been following a uh, true anon's like they've been like doing uh this podcast i listen to they've been doing like a daily like true anon's good I like yeah them. yeah yeah they're fucking like good them. they're they um there's a whole thing about that too about that guy i could i could probably talk about but i have to make some bleeps but uh <laughs> no, nah, uh, they've been uh, they've been covering the Maxwell trial like as it's happening. Like they're doing it every day. Yeah, and um, like I mean, shit's crazy. Like, I, like, <laughs> but what was what were you going to talk about from last year? Like, oh, I just mentioned um, the deposition. Yeah, from October 2020 that I think was like the initial like kicking off of this whole thing. And this is her deposition. And this is her deposition. Okay. Um. And it was just really interesting because I'd, I'd seen all this stuff floating around and theories. And, and, you know, I can watch a lot of stuff and be like, well, until I see it substantiated, you, you take shit with a grain of salt. And there was this crazy little theory that had been floating around about her project Terramar. Are you familiar with Terramar? I've oh, heard the name. a little bit. I remember the name. This is going to blow y'all's mind. Is this Columbia? Is this in Columbia? Check it out. Okay. So... I finally found the the deposition 
like transcripts, <laughs> it's like 467 pages long. And I skimmed through all of them today at work. Mm-hmm. And it was insane because I was looking for this one page in particular that I'd seen a screenshot of, but I was like, I need to find out if this is real. And it's on NPR's website, the whole deposition. So I pulled it up, found it. And Ghislaine was involved. She was head of this uh, organization. I don't know if they were nonprofit or whatever they were, but they were a conservation group. Yeah. Right. And their whole basically their main goal was that they wanted to start privatizing the oceans. Yeah. They wanted they wanted people to be able to own a part of the ocean, which is right now we all know international waters and whatever. And they they say like 67 percent of the global, you know, waterways are open and subject to overfishing. Da da da. So it's this cutesy image of like conservation and whatever. But really, it's it's. It's a land grab or ocean grab. It's an ocean right? grab. So this is this is where the schizo part comes in. Bet you're gonna you're gonna love this. Let's do it. So when they 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 were asking Ghislaine in her deposition about her flights and passports and places she had traveled and and uh, I have a screenshot. It's on like three or four hundred. Like it's a it's way down the line. And they ask her, "Are you a citizen of?" the United States or like are, whatever. They're like, are you a citizen of the United States? She said, yes. Are you a citizen <laughs> of like France or whatever? She said, yes. And then they ask her, this is a crazy part. They ask her, they say, are you a citizen of in anywhere else? Any other country, any other land, anything like that? And she said, Terramar. It's hmm. weird. It's weird. Interesting. That's weird. What does it mean? I don't know. Her whole family, like her and her dad, they both have like a weird, they had a weird obsession with the oceans. What, what does that mean though? Like, are they literally building like cities out in the ocean that we don't know about? Is she a citizen of Terramar International Waters that she owns? And there's a lot of shady shit that went on with like the bookkeeping of that company. Mm -hmm. Like she had an insane salary and you know, they, they didn't really spend a whole lot of money on like actual like research and shit. Uh, Richard Branson, Virgin Galactic, in Virgin whatever he like invested heavily in mm. it um, and they actually dissolved in 2019 so they were only around for like yeah convenient right immediately uh, dissolved in 2019 when it so started I don't apart. know was uh, I don't know what it is but definitely if you're out there I'm gonna be doing some more digging yeah that shit, sounds really interesting I, yeah I don't know I, I kind of want to pull it up now just so I can yeah that's fucking weird man yeah I mean her, like I said her and her dad were like obsessed with the ocean she's asked like she could pilot a submersible she knows how to do that shit yeah, and so I mean that that was a big theory. Yeah, they were taking kids in the submarine. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. There's a, there's a I oh god, I can't remember if this is connected to Terramar, but there's like a, a thing where she was saying that she was like operating a helicopter like in South America. Well, like it was just like that. during Clinton. She fly. Like, she routinely flew like Epstein and other people around yeah. in a helicopter. She has a helicopter license. She's a very for just being kind of like a lady who can't dress very well and is kind of attractive but always looks terrible. Uh, she, I, she has a lot of bro. shit. <laughs> she has a lot of shit under her belt that she knows how to do. Yeah, like it's very odd that like s- some milkers. socialite has like a pilot's license on top of a, being able to pilot a submersible, and then like just the circles she was wrapped up in. Yeah, I do. I do just want to like actually quote this real yeah. quick. This is on page three hundred and seventy-two of four sixty-five. Uh, I got this on NPR, and it says, um. Are you a citizen of the United States? Ghislaine, I am. 
Are you also a citizen of England? I am. This is a crazy question. Are you a citizen of any other land? Like, that's a very specific phrasing. Are you a citizen of any other land? And she said, Terramar. And then the guy asked, that's the name of your charity project that deals with oceans. Is that correct? She says, yeah, I'm French as well. Just gloss over that, huh? Nice deflection. Prosecutor yeah. could have dug a little deeper on that well, and one. Then, and, he, and then he did. He asked one more question. Has Jeffrey Epstein funded Terramar for you? And she said, he did give me some money. <laughs> or he did give some money to Terramar. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the guy goes on, earlier today, you said you were in the process of selling your home, da, da, da. Like, that was that. Wow. That's that just, was that. Seems like a big thing to just kind of shift off of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, page 372 yeah. of her deposition. God. Isn't that fucking... What does it mean? I I don't know, man. Like, I feel like, like, I mean, that's definitely, like, some sort of, like, privatization of natural resources type shit that's going on. And, like, they're... I, I don't know. Like, intelligence, like, her dad's Mossad, or was Mossad. Yeah. Until um, he, he fell off the boat mysteriously. He fell off the boat that was named after Taking her, a I piss, think? apparently, and he just <laughs> fell overboard. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, it's like, I, I, uh, I don't... This is, like, a big rabbit hole, and I've, myself... Only gone like maybe like, you know, a couple feet into that rabbit hole, but sure. I'm just like yeah. shit. Like, did you go to the trial the other day? I'm going to the trial um next Friday. Oh shit! I'm going up there. Got a train. Got a train. That's ticket. fucking wild. Fucking five minute walk to the train. Damn. Six hour ride. Take a nap. You know, get Damn, there, son. Which is crazy because uh, do some on the ground reporting. <laughs> I, I mean, I figured there would be, like, a lot of people trying to get there, but you're saying, like, not really? Well, the thing is, is, like, they're letting people in. You got to get there, like, fucking mad early. Like, uh, I was seeing someone on, like, social media that was going there, and they said they, when they got there at 4, there was, like, they, they were, like, the 30th person in line yeah. approximately at, like, 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. So my train's getting there at, like, 2, and it's, like, an hour walk to the courthouse. So, fuck, I'll be... I'll be 31 32 i'll get in i'm gonna go because fuck it they're not videotaping it you're gonna sit (laughs) in the same room as that woman yeah i'm gonna say like who knows maybe i'll get there and they'll fucking like i don't know they'll have like bill clinton balls deep on some fucking child draw a picture of you like yeah she'll draw a picture draw a picture of you that was insane oh yeah (laughs) she's a creep dude she was drawing the court uh like staring dead at them like drawing them Dude, that's fucking... Because, yeah, they're not allowing it's federal court, so there's yeah. no videos or nothing like that. It's just artists. And we get a couple artist rendition, and it's so chilling. She's, like, looking. It's a painting of her just, like, looking into your soul. Yeah. And you can see on the paper <laughs> yeah. that she's drawing the court artist. <laughs> yeah, the, I, saw a picture of the art, I saw a picture of the artist, and it's like she's doing a good... She's I mean, Ghislaine's doing a good picture of her because it's like the picture. You can well, you know, see. she's like, going to bring that too. back. She's going to bring that back to somebody else. And they're going to say, yeah, we got her. Yeah, we got her. dude. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. I mean, and my thing is like they must be whisking her in and out of there through fucking tunnels or something because there's I can't believe one person hasn't gotten a fucking pick of her coming in and out of that building. No, her, her. I saw a video, I think, today of like her sister's. Or one of her sisters, at least, because they they have the same kind of her shitty. Sisters dress. are weird too. <laughs> they're all huge tech high ups. Like yeah. they're they're big tech people, very high high up in like Silicon Valley. Really? Yeah. All I think both of them are. Yeah. So that's a weird yeah. fucking connect right there too. Like that whole family is fucking sus as fuck. Shit, sus, bro. Just too too weird. And then like I mean, her dad. Like a lot of people speculate that 
most of Jeffrey's money before he met Lex Wessner most likely came from her dad. Like from Robert Maxwell. I, th- Oh, I don't know if this is directly related to that, but I think, um, fuck. I think that they, it, it's been confirmed like either today or yesterday that they were in, you know, actually like with each other, like doing shit before um her dad's uh death uh, like like they were like flying around or some shit before the death i don't yeah. think that was clear before but no because it was i thought like the whole narrative was like then after her dad died um mm-hmm. it was it was at least kind of like explained to me in a way that like you know her as the heir kind of like got all the money and was like oh cool now i can just go fuck off with epstein and do yeah. shit with him but so maybe there was some connection going along or all along, you know, maybe they were doing it and then she just like had a lot more access to shit after he died or I don't know. <laughs> it's probably maybe it was a whack. I mean, like you said, <laughs> yeah, why'd he fall? <laughs> if he's falling off a boat while taking a piss, I think a guy who's, you know, ex Mossad and runs one of the biggest newspapers in England yeah. probably knows how to take a piss. <laughs> probably knows how to not fall off a boat too. Yeah. He was given like Israel's like one of the highest, like, uh, like, like uh, awards for spies. I, I forget what it's called. Posthumously, but, yeah, they yeah. gave him an award after he died. <laughs> yeah, like so. You know, like he was definitely he definitely knew a way his way around a boat. <laughs> like he was definitely probably like doing shit to an extent. Like mm-hmm. I just I don't know. That's yeah. The depths of that stuff, man. It's yeah. it's like I and the the worst part is is they'll probably never know the true extent of it because no. they're gonna whisker through this thing. No, but you can go on NPR and look at those documents yeah. for yourself, yeah. Yeah. and you can you know find that one random page that maybe tips somebody off. Kind of like how Pizzagate started, you know, like yeah. people combing over WikiLeaks and shit. You know, Spend people that. combing over it, yeah. and it took hundreds and thousands mm-hmm. of people to put all these pieces together into like. Oh my God! What the fuck are they talking no. about? The hell's a pizza map? <laughs> yeah, and even and <laughs> the even fuck if is you, a pizza map? Even dude. if you don't buy that whole PizzaGate narrative whole hog, like you have to admit, like why was Barack Obama ordering so many hot dogs? Like there's <laughs> yeah. some sus shit. It's yeah. sus. Why is Tony it, Podesta talking to that guy who runs School of the Americas and about weird shit? It doesn't that, make sense. What was that one chick who was like abducted? And then she did two like artist sketches of like her abductors, and it's literally the Podesta brothers. Oh no, the, the cops did that. Uh, it was Madeline McCann. That she disappeared her name. in Portugal. That's her name. And also, they said there was a third woman accomplice who looks. The sketch of that woman looks striking, like Ghislaine Maxwell. Oh yeah, it was which is that's almost like it's odd and it's almost too kooky to believe. Well, that's the thing. It's like, like it's too kooky. You know, is it though? I mean, no, like I'm like, yeah, that probably was them. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's how I am. That's how I am. But like at, on face value, you're like, that's like too weird. That's just too much. It's like almost a glitch in the matrix. Like you don't yeah, want to exactly, believe it. Exactly. Exactly. You yeah, just don't want to believe this it. This can't yeah. be real. You know, you know, the concept of a limited hangout where it's like they, they tell you just enough information to like throw you off the trail. I feel like that's when you say stuff is too kooky. Yeah. That's like what that is. They just tell you just enough, and it's like, oh, this is this is bullshit. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah and you, then you, enough to make you dismiss it. You're like, yeah, whatever. Man. Well, the crazy thing too, we're talking about Mossad, CIA. We're talking about all these intel agencies. Like, 
bro, they know how to fucking MK Ultra people. Yeah. Like, they know how to break people. They know yeah. how to gaslight us. You know, mm-hmm. he, he has a great term. We're living in the era of the grand gaslighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. We're That's just true. constantly yeah. being gaslit by our politicians, our government, the media, elites. You know, it's it's fucking wild. <laughs> and then it, it's like, like you said, the limited hangout of just enough. Mm-hmm. You get a little morsel. Um, but then Operation Mockingbird comes in and they're just bombarding you with all these different conflicting narratives and you're like, you don't know what to believe. And that's the whole fucking point of it. Mm-hmm. That's literally the yeah. point of it. That is, that is exactly the point of it. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's it just ties into more like that hyper-normalization shit where they just, you know... You ever fuck with any Adam Curtis documentaries? I, I, I haven't yet. I haven't watched uh, Curtis yet, but... I'm, He's I'm, great. Hyper-normalization's awesome, bro. Goated. We talk about that a lot. Goated. Yeah, it does a good job. They go through uh, early like Gulf War shit mm-hmm. all the way to Trump's presidency and kind of how like the bankers really took mm-hmm. over. Yeah. Um, you know, New York, uh, they like defaulted on their debt one day and like nobody bought it. And then the bankers were like, we'll bail you out. It's it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Wait, who who defaulted on the debt? Uh, New York City used oh, to okay. like, offer up bonds for yeah. their debt. And they used to have, um, <clears throat> I guess, I, I don't know different organizations mm-hmm. would buy yeah. it yeah uh kind of like you know the fed is supposed to do <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh i don't know Fuck. it's fucking it's wild shit you like some adam curtis yeah stuff. i've yeah. been i've been meaning to watch him is hyper is it on youtube it it's is on you it it's keeps getting up. taken down yeah, it keeps getting they keep deleting his channel and putting it back up <laughs> i think Jesus just well, people Christ. are striking it out of like oh this is we, whatever yeah whatever they think it is we haven't linked on our patreon yes so for only a dollar <laughs> you can go peek at all our, our youtube links and source material everything we got the schizo feeds up and running well uh you're on to see week my solo seven? show yeah week seven of my solo show yeah that's been going great that was real funny uh this one was this week was interesting with the whole don lemon thing man what was that about so we all know juicy smollett the hate hoax from a few years ago. Yeah. The Empire actor. <laughs> so, uh, you know, he, uh, Don Lemon was reporting on it and it had come out in court that day. Jesse Smollett said in court that day that he didn't turn his phone over to the cops because Don Lemon had texted him and been like, hey, the cops, like, don't believe you. <laughs> and Don Lemon reported on that day and didn't mention it at all. He completely glossed so over the fact. So he basically did exactly what Chris Cuomo did. And that's what everybody's saying. But also, I think the Chris Cuomo thing is like a lot heavier implications because it, he Cuomo was a governor of a state. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a little bit bigger. This of a guy's deal. just some Hollywood jerk. Yeah, he's yeah. just, yeah, he's a fucking, he's an actor, that's for sure. He's a yeah. fucking actor. He did his job great. <laughs> yeah. What, what was that? Wasn't he like sucking one of their dicks or something? Yeah, like, that's wasn't what that? He said. <laughs> they, were, they were mutually masturbating in a sauna together. Yeah, just Damn hanging it. out. So the, so the guy that he got to like do the fake robbery on him they like used to jer- they're j-o buds yeah they just yeah. chill they're just doing what guys do in saunas dudes rock dudes rocking <laughs> rocking a little too hard yeah oh <laughs> do you guys see uh, a trans woman is now the highest earning woman on jeopardy ever good for her dudes rocking man yeah, dudes <laughs> just keep rocking yeah <laughs> rolling rocking and rolling Elliot. trans woman has the record for the highest earning woman now on jeopardy yeah, so there's some swimmer that's like owning people too. I saw that. Like yeah. Breaking records, just breaking records, <laughs> just left breaking and records, right. dude. Dude, stay rocking. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm gonna light this candle. But yo, like, <laughs> I don't know, man. 
I don't know, brother. Shit's fucked. Yeah, shit is fucked. Shit's fucked, brother. So, but, so we all, uh, you guys scared of Omicron at all? Nah. You guys terrified? Nah. Hey, is the fear I'm, porn working? I'm, I'm, and, and I'm a, I'm a boosted guy. I'm a, uh, you got boosted, I'm boosted. Huh? That, that's, that's how far in I'm in, into this. But like Omicron, nah, like everything I've seen, like, nah, this is like objectively, you can't even have an opinion on this. It is like the common cold. It yeah. Seems that's so what we've far. gotten. Cause they're it's like, mutated to that point. Yeah, they're literally saying like, it's part common cold. Like it like got, it morphed with the common cold and became this variant. Yeah. I'm like, all right, well. I'm not even going to care now. I, well, here's here's a big question, though. D- is it actually a variant that morphed? Or were the crazy kooks right all along and they were just hyping up a cold all along? You know what I mean? Like, if it, it so closely resembles it, like, what actually distinguishes it as COVID-19? I guess Well, it, I guess it the thing the, with COVID, like, what they said with COVID was, like, the spike proteins in it heavily damage organs. Like, it gets in your kidneys... It gets in your lungs, it gets in your cardiovascular system, mm-hmm. and like fucks shit up. And I don't, I'm not saying I don't necessarily like believe that there was some virus, but something was going around for a while fucking people up. Yeah. There yeah, definitely it was, that was. Goddamn black market vape pen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Because I got something like that in December. Like I was coughing up the gluey mucus that's like. A lot of people I know went through that shit. Yeah, like I, I hit I hit a vape that someone had, and then like literally like within 24 hours, I was but like that's debilitated. Also, that's the same time that the fear porn was coming out of China. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we were literally watching the people bodies fall dropping. In the street, yeah. welding people in the apartments. Yeah. So we kind of got a taste of that before shit really hit the fan. Yeah, and it, if that was the strangest part about it, it's like I haven't seen anybody just drop dead from it here. Like that's the that's the inconsistency with it is like in China. I mean, it was like live leak videos every day of just people falling out with like blood coming out of their nose and shit. Yeah, and like that just didn't happen here. And I don't. That's what I don't like. That's kind of the disconnect. Yeah, I don't know. That's where it starts disconnecting. That's where the story kind of starts yeah, disconnecting. Especially here. Like I, I don't want to dox us, but here it's been like, eh, yeah. Even even at the worst, it was like. Eh. Yeah. yeah, it's Which not is, like New like New York. I guess it was like pretty bad, but here it was like, uh, like I knew someone who's like a you know a nurse CNA nurse assistant, and she was like, oh, it's just old people, and like they're the only people coming in, and I'm like, oh well, okay, this was like maybe May 2020. I was told this, so I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. My aunt, like my aunt, she went to the hospital, and she, all the nurses were like fear pouring the shit out of her. Yeah, like they were like, if you saw what I saw in here. You'd fucking lose it, you know. You'd you'd wish you did this and that, and it's like, but I, I don't. I, I'm wondering half of these people if they don't have an agenda when they're trying to tell these stories, you know, like they're or trying no, to. Honestly, I think a lot of them might also just be like fucking brainwashed, bro. Like if you yeah. work in the medical field, like well, you, you already have like a, a bias. You have a bias yeah. towards. Well, I work in this field. You have the appeal to authority. I heck and love science. Of I'm in this field. I know more than you yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. It's like you're you're psyoped by the same mm-hmm. bullshit that we all we all watch the same news. We all watch the same shit. And actually, you're a part of the system that's like getting the kickbacks that everyone's all fucking pissed off about. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like you should know. Kind of like you. Kind of like you. When you were in the navy, you were a part of the system and yeah. you got red pilled. Yeah. And what's funny is like. We have seen like nurses like leaving in droves. A lot of people, a lot of uh, healthcare professionals left because of uh, mandates that private companies were instating. Yeah. You know, and so like, what are you left with? It's kind of like with the whole attack on cops thing. Like, I'm not, we're not cop fans here, but like, when you make it so society demonizes cops, 
all the good ones are going to want to leave because they're like, fuck this. And then the ones that are left are bullshit. And now we mm-hmm. have a and, crime surge going and on. And it's the same thing. <laughs> so, like, all the good nurses and all the, or, or I say good. I mean, I'm sure there's still good nurses. I think out everybody there, who goes into the job probably has some kind has of. Has a big heart. Yeah, yeah but yeah. it's like that doesn't eliminate. You know, like, all of us are susceptible to, like, psyops and brainwashing and shit. And it's, like, that's the reason we have these convos. Like, we don't agree on everything, but, like, hey, we can point at something and be, like, some shit's just not adding up here. Well, and my big thing is, is, like, it's the money aspect of it. And that's the real, like, kind of at the root of this whole thing is there's a lot of money tied up in this pandemic right now. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are getting really rich off of it. That's kind of my... That's where the nefarious part starts to slip in. Um, With the hospitals... The hospitals laid off a bunch of people, right? So that's the start. They talk about the hospitals being overwhelmed. The reason the hospitals got overwhelmed is because the penny pinchers there laid off a shitload of people right right around when this started. And okay, the ones that were left were doing TikToks. And the, the and the ones that were left were also understaffed and um, working their asses off. So you got a lot of these nurses who are like, "Oh my god, I've been fucking struggling in this ward for however many hours," and blah blah blah, putting out all these PSAs on Twitter and shit, which is real. I'm sure they're having a hard time, but the hospitals aren't treating people properly for COVID. Mm. That's the issue. They're not treating people. Well, especially not in the beginning. Well, I think they learned the a lot whole about process. The, ventilators and the whole pro- the ventilator is the number one thing you should not do in this well, scenario. Well, that's what I'm saying is that they were doing that earlier on and we got a lot more data on that, mm. you know, and yeah. I don't think that's like the go-to thing. No, it, it, it kind of no. still is. It's is they, it? If you show up to the emergency room until you start telling them you're having trouble to breathe, they're not going to treat you for jack shit. Yeah. Then they're going to put you on a vent and get $37,000 for it. Right. That, yeah. That's the money part. Because that's the only way the hospitals are getting money right now. Because elective surgeries are not happening. Mm-hmm. They aren't letting people... Are they do, still not? I, I I'm, not sure if it's, I'm not sure if it eased up. But that was the, it, that's been the issue for a while. Oh, yeah. And, they were definitely at the beginning. They were like putting people on ventilators like... If they were like, if they tested positive, they yeah, were like, like, they were like basically putting them straight on. I think they've started to stop doing that, but like that is true. That like when you don't do the procedures, and this is because private healthcare, yeah, hundred percent, modified absolutely. healthcare. That's absolutely. why this yeah. happens. Cuba's not having this problem. Yeah, so, so I'm not going to simp. No, no, no. For, a know, lot, of, a lot of other here, countries are not are not having the same problem. Yeah, because it, they yeah they don't have to they don't have to you know fucking do shit to make money off this healthcare. Like it's yeah. not like, like Cuba doesn't have to like. You know, they don't get paid more if the fucking, you know, ventilator gets used. Yeah, like, if it yeah. gets used. Yeah, and and it kind of goes back. It's funny because it, it's, I, I people rail on Fauci, but the, the, the RFK book about him, it goes so far back to 84 when he was instilled in NIAID mm-hmm. that, like, he's the one who actually kind of helped warp our health system into what it is now. I've been, of I this really for-profit health system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was actually, he was actually wholly responsible for that shift. Sure. And the marriage of NIAID, NIAID was a fucking backwater when he first got there. And he turned that place into a harbor for these new pharmaceutical treatments and partnerships with these companies that made everyone who works at NIAID and NIH incredibly rich for the past few decades. So all this bullshit about him being like a fuck fucking public hero doing public service and shit Mm -hmm. that you hear like these talking heads parrot, it's just simply not fucking true. But again, uh, just taking a bigger meta approach to that. (laughs) <laughs> no, I agree. I, I know what, exactly what you're saying, but yeah. just like we were talking earlier about these 100-year plans, that only goes back to the 80s, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, I, we talk about being Rockefeller-pilled. The guy, he was such a, 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 a oil magnate that he was out here making oil petroleum-based medicines, you know? So 
yeah, maybe we have a lot of like the skeevy, like postmodern corruption going mm-hmm. on because of Fauci. But like a lot of this started with, you know, Rockefeller and uh, just this whole kind of like societal shift. Like we have paradigm shifting moments throughout our history. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's weird how they all kind of like play into the same hand. Like it's almost weird to like think that the shit isn't somehow planned well most of our current modern medicine is based off the rockefeller model yeah he came in and the flexner report yeah they came in and altered the entire way like babies were born uh surgeries are performed like they changed literally everything and we're like these are the guidelines now because they had that level of power and influence take the good with the bad we've increased our life expectancy how many years you know like we get fucking boner pills bro like there's all kinds of cool shit definitely benefits there's definitely been some cool shit yeah yeah but like uh you know that doesn't give like carte blanche immunity to like the misdeeds of these people Mm -hmm. yeah but the american standard of care is like completely dog shit like they have enough money going around to like provide for everyone well and i guess this is kind of a good segue into you mentioned cuba And I kind of hinted at the beginning of the show, uh, you know, we might not agree on everything 100% politically and economically. I definitely think we're all kind of anti-capitalist in this room. Certainly. So that's a good jumping off point and a good place to like start and be like, hey, okay, we agree on a lot of this stuff. Um, But I guess would you, I, I don't really like labels, but like how would you describe your, I guess, general political philosophy? I'm a tanky. No, not really. Um, not really a tanky. Not really. Like, like that's just internet shit. Like, sure, yeah. I, I hate to say, like, I'm tankies a Marxist. Are me- or tankies a are mean people. Yeah, like it's like, and really, like the thing I will say about, like, I'll say Marxist. I'll say that I'm a Marxist. I've okay. read enough. I've read a little bit. Not I haven't read Capital because, like, that's like a fucking thousand page book. No, I've read Manifesto and some papers and stuff. Yeah, know? like that's the extent. But like, we're really like. When it comes to, like, the current American political, uh, I guess, society, like... Uh, hegemony. Hegemony, yeah. <laughs> Fucking, like, it doesn't even really matter after a point. Like, right now, like, me and a social Democrat, you know, someone who's, like, pro-tax and, like, make that, like, you know, universal health care. Like, I don't agree with social democracy for a couple of reasons, but, like... If me and a social democrat like were to like get into Congress, like if I were to become like a lawmaker, like we would probably just write the same law that you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. but you know, like yeah, that that's basically what I got to say on that. More like, like socialized kind of concepts yeah. where it's like you know Medicare for all, um, you know higher wa- higher taxes on the rich, the rich for sure. You yeah, know, and I mean this is a good jumping off point too because again we all kind of establish. I think we're all pretty anti-capitalist here, but um, <coughs> I think personally I tend to go more libertarian than authoritarian. And we've had you and I have had conversations before, um, you know, at the place and just chilling and just yeah. random shit about uh, you know, the left to right, uh, the left to right spectrum in America, yeah, uh, is really at this point like pretty fucking like. <laughs> It, it it doesn't matter. Yeah. The left to right thing, it's all, we all see through the bullshit. We know there's a uniparty. We know yeah. there's an elite uniparty. And we know that a lot of the left and right talk is just infighting yeah. to distract mm-hmm. us, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't talk about the y-axis of that graph, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is authoritarian versus libertarian. Mm-hmm. And so, 
obviously, like, you didn't arrive at these conclusions overnight. You know, obviously, you know, you're a smart, uh, reasonably articulate individual who mm-hmm. seems like, you know, you have a lot of life experience and you put thought into your platform or your perspective, mm-hmm. you know, um, which is interesting to me, much like, you know, we talked with our vegan guest, how uh, he watched Slaughterhouse video and went vegan, but Joe Rogan talks about watching Slaughterhouse video and becoming a hunter. Yeah. And so it's like two people can look at a problem and agree. Mm -hmm. Something's fucked up here, you know? But the outcome of that, you know, you've formulated your worldview to maybe have higher taxes and Mm -hmm. universal health care. And I go back and forth on a lot of that kind of stuff. I think personally, I lean more like libertarian, anarchist, maybe even anarcho-capitalist. In a, in a free, in a true free market sense, but I, I don't know. That's only because like, I just, I find it hard to trust elites and I yeah. find it interesting. Like, how do you square that circle of like, not really trusting three letter agencies, seeing a lot of fucked up shit, having <clears throat> your, you know, Navy experience and everything like that, but having a decidedly leftist worldview and like advocate essentially having the idea of like with that leftist worldview that there would be kind of some top-down central planning involved yeah so this i mean i I struggle with this a lot honestly but i will put it this way is that and this is kind of like where i guess you could talk about like historical materialism with marx and everything but like this is how i kind of see it historically speaking the reason that like the Soviet Union, the China, Vietnam, Cuba, the reason that they were actually like authoritarian is because they had to defend themselves from uh, basically external forces. Like even the Soviet Union, like during the Russian Revolution, we had by we I mean America and England and you know other World War One allies had units go into russia and like fight people i think we lost like 500 people during the russian revolution like the americans did um so like that's why there's always been like a sort of distrust and and not to like plug other podcasts but like uh this podcast called hinge points it's like um the dude one of the dudes from like chapa trap house Mm -hmm. and like some other guy they talk about history and like they talk about like alternative history and they talk about um, a recent episode they did. And I kind of like came to my own conclusion and, and agreed with this before I heard this, but it makes sense to me is that the Soviet Union kind of became a it became like the the, the guiding star for for left wing uh, politics in the 20th century. And it like manifested. This is really deep. It manifested into like a, a nation state and it became the target for everything. So once the Soviet union formed, everything pointed towards Moscow, every like, cause America had like a massive left wing movement. Like I think Eugene Debs like got like 5% of the vote. And a lot of his ideas were taken into the new deal. That's where McCarthyism and shit came from. Yeah. It's why that the red the response scare to it. That was the response to it. Exactly. Right? And like if the Soviet, like I'm not saying that like the Soviet union was a bad thing, I mean, I don't even say good or bad. I think it just, it just is like, it's materialism. Like that's it just happens. happens. It that's, just yeah. happens. Sure. Like, that's, and that's a reasonable approach. Yeah. Like you, I take this can and I drop it. Like <laughs> it happens. Yeah. It's, there's no good or bad. It's just a thing that happens. Sure. Um, but, uh, and there was definitely mistakes made. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm 
part Ukrainian, so you know. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, so uh, yeah, uh, fucking uh, like if the Soviet Union did not happen, if, if say like, and this is the way they put it, say like Lenin when he like came back on the train, if that train derailed and he died and the revolution was put down, we might not even think about left wing uh, politics as even being authoritarian because without the Soviet Union, left wing politics in the West and China may have been just like completely like ground up almost libertarian like the li- the idea of libertarian socialism is like you know more of like a bottom up approach instead of a top down central which i approach. think i would align yeah. more with uh uh that idea like vosh or whatever he calls himself well, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that guy's libertarian that guy yeah that guy uh, yeah but, no and i, I know <laughs> but, yeah. things, but i never even i never even heard that term because mm-hmm. i think you know we are all brainwashed to a certain degree and like yeah. you said you know mccarthyism red scare all that mm-hmm. stuff you know we're told communism bad you yeah. know but that's only because in our minds we equate leftism with top down yeah just yeah. like authoritarianism yeah. And, yeah. and a lot of people don't realize you know you can have an organic bottom up leftist society mm-hmm. now how does that come about i don't know yeah. That's that's the golden question. That's why it's never really worked, and what, there's a, a lot of reasons why yeah. nothing has ever worked. The United States isn't working. Power's, Nothing's working. It's, the issue with power, and it's always going to corrupt people, regardless. But uh, yeah, I just I like the idea of like leftist libertarian. Mm-hmm. I think more so than an authoritative state. Yeah, and I I think there's definitely a case to be made that like the especially like the Marxist Leninist way of looking at it was that it was supposed to be top down for a minute and then it evolves into bottom up. Yo, Star um, Wars episode one, baby. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. Did he ever give the emergency powers back? Yeah, they don't. Yeah. They tend to not Come be given on. back. And like, and what I will say is that like, I mean, if like, I don't know if Trotsky or if Lenin lived longer, if Trotsky took over, I mean, I don't know. I don't think Trotsky would have done anything different than Stalin, but like, I like, that's the theory. Now, does it happen? Mm. Right, and we have a but, lot of theories on a lot of different. Yeah, things. and, yeah. and that, it's called theory. Yeah, exactly. And like, but it's just it's just kind of hard to see. Like, it could happen. Yeah, it could uh, go top down and then evolve into bottom up because like w- because the the central planning will create the productive forces and you know the means of production to where it can become bottom up. There, now the Soviet Union didn't do that and i don't i like i'm not i don't know i have to get in like in deep economics and like have to like study to like actually come up with a good answer i'd say but but there's definitely you got to remember like world war ii happened the soviet union was almost like completely exterminated like like a lot of guys nazis almost got to moscow and that would have been a disaster like um had fdr lived um or like he had a better vice president than Truman. Maybe the Marshall Plan would have reached the Soviet Union because they were thinking about doing that, and they didn't. They decided against it. Um, both sides did um, for various reasons. But like, had had Soviet Union gotten the Marshall Plan, like they might have like you know uh, distributed everything and like let things happen bottom up. But yeah, that's yeah, the thing. It's just hard to, I guess, square that circle with like I'm. I guess I'm just like by default mm-hmm. very distrusting yeah. of people in a position of power, and I think 
when you when you think about top down central planning, that's like giving like that ultimate authority yeah. to a small group of people. And I hate to play the history card because again, like theoretically, like dude, I'm all about it. I'm basically a fucking anarchist, mm-hmm. yeah. right? So I'm all about the bottom up grassroots movements. I just, I guess I'm a little more cynical about giving someone else the reins. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, where they can inflict whatever they want upon you without your consent. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, and that's that's, a, not, that's a big issue is the consent issue. Yeah, because yeah, I I really I don't know I don't buy into talking points a lot. Like I know there's a lot of like conservative talking points. There's like still red scare shit going on today. Yeah, it's just, it's a useful it's a useful tool to batter the opponents with. You know, they're trying to get communism into this country. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like it's like the most evil thing it could possibly be when it's like yo Joe but Biden's like, literally a but communist. like <laughs> hyper neolib neo neo uh, like rhino bullshit like is terrible like we're living in it mm-hmm. neocon and neolib bullshit is the status quo yeah. in this country that's all it is and it's all it is is supporting corporate entities while turning the other eye to every injustice mm-hmm. that fucking happens that's basically all it boils down to I w- I will say this like I do think that like. Um, in America, like if we ever become socialist, I think it it has to be a bottom up. It can't be centrally planned. Not only because not even talking about like consent and all that other shit. I'm talking about like our government is like incompetent. Like our government works in the interests of the bourgeoisie, the elites, right, and themselves, and themselves. Like they don't like you would need to change the government completely. Well, so we, right, and that was actually going to be my next like, question: is like how would you implement something like that? So. If in America it would have to be bottom up, uh, I guess I would mean first and foremost, like obviously people's perception has to change. Yeah. Right. So you have to have tough conversations. You know, you kind of have to share with people. You know, the kind of whole socialist approach of like, you know, maybe give a fuck about the guy that lives next door to you. Yeah. 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 You know, that's literally. Yeah, I would say that and like unions. And yeah. I'm not saying like unions are the the uh, cure all. Yeah. But like, because unions, a piece of the puzzle. yeah, they're they're a big piece of the puzzle, and I think like, I mean, the reason unions are were bigger back in the day and not now, the the real reason is because unions were a threat to the elites. Yeah, they were a huge threat. Like after World War II, massive like labor unrest makes what's going on now look like child's yeah. play. Yeah. Like it was like. There was armed conflicts and whatnot that went yeah. down. Oh yeah, Battle of Blair <laughs> Mountain. Off, yeah, based off of Union oh, stuff. Yeah. My, my my grandpa grew up in s- Southern West Virginia, um, and Battle of Blair Mountain's like the biggest like uh, labor revolt. Biggest labor revolt. Biggest like uh, like Casualties. uprising. Yeah, since since uh, the Civil War, it's like yeah. been the biggest uprising. Like just. People, you well, know, dude, I thought that shots. was January 6th, bro. <laughs> yeah, I thought that right. was January 6th. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's if you think that was an uprising. I think yeah. that was a sign. Yeah, exactly. Oh, thank was, you. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. When, <laughs> when I, like, I don't like Tucker Carlson, but when he was like talking about for a second, he was like trying to imply that the FBI had something to do with it. I was like, I was like, the, yeah, the, I'm here uh, for this, bro. I was like, uh, you know, a fucking preach Tucker. I Preach. was like, I was like, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Tucker's got good writers. I'll give him that. Yeah. He's got very good writers. Well, check it out, boys. We uh, we ripped through that hour. Damn. That was an hour? That, that felt like it was 30 hour, minutes. Dog. Beautiful. Well, and I actually do have a couple more questions. I want to pick your brain on, on some of this stuff. I think you have a really interesting perspective. So we're going to slide on over to the Patreon. Yeet. You should join us. Yeah. You should join us. You, you got should, a dollar. You got a dollar? Come join us. 